you know what? We can all pick up a book. We can all read and learn about these things. We can go to websites. But when we're given that that time to create and invent and experiment and, and see what our own imaginations can do, um, I think that our, our learning just kind of genuinely moves forward. Like, I can learn in the traditional way, but I think my favorite way of learning things is by doing things. It's actually a pretty, I think it's pretty great if you can share what you've learned and share what you know with other people. I get this idea from a video game and there's a change walk that shows everything. No, I mean, every single little change that the developers made and I know what's going on in that game. So, so yeah. Yeah, not from just simply learning from other people on the internet, but learning from myself. space learning journey more because um like we can use our imagination like cooling suits that have that are temperature temperature changing um waterproof and they also have a microphone so i like that one the most because it made us use our imaginations the thing that's changed my life is like we did a learning journey on space. I think that's been the most powerful experience for me because uh, ever since then, I have been following space flight like very extremely intently and paying attention to everything that's been going on. And at some point I want to become uh, like some kind of engineer for, I don't know, NASA or something. You're listening to the OCDSB XL podcast, a podcast documenting stories of powerful learning in the Ottawa Carleton District School Board. I'm Cam Jones, your host. In this episode of the XL podcast, part three in our series of conversations with Carolyn Johnston about learning adventures, space, and the science of flight, we turn the mics over to some of Carolyn's grade six learners to hear more about the learning experience, how it contributed to their sense of purpose, meaning, contribution, and belonging, and all while learning virtually during the COVID-19 pandemic. Hi, Gavin. Hi. Gavin, Gavin, what, um, I, what is your classroom like right now? Where are you learning this year? Well, it, it's online because uh, of COVID and we wanted it to be as safe as possible, and I'm learning in R6B on OCV, uh, and it's 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 a pretty great class, I have to say. Uh, I we all bond pretty well. All of us in the class, we all bond pretty well. Uh, we have to say, uh, it, recently we've been getting a lot of work, but that that's fine. I can handle that. Uh, uh we like we 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 all we are all interested in like eat what each other like as i was saying before we all bond really well we're, we 
work great together. I know because we've been in groups for, like, we've done lots of, like, tasks in groups. And uh, everyone works pretty well in groups. And so I have to say that it's a pretty great class. Cool. So, Gavin, you are learning online this year. You must be having many different learning experiences. What has been the most powerful learning experience that you've had so far this year? Oh, uh, in terms of learning something or like, I think the thing that's changed my life is like, we did a learning journey on space and we had to do like make a bunch of technology and like it was a thing about like, NASA needs to get astronauts back from the ISS. How do they do it? And we had to come up with all the this stuff. That we did all these different areas of technology. We did all these different areas. Uh, and my group in particular, we did, like, uh, we did communications. And so we came up with this spacesuit that was more advanced than the spacesuits that they use right now. And so... It has a built-in microphone. It has, like, a hologram projector on the wrist. So they don't have to just listen to what the people are saying. They can actually see, uh, see like, mission control. They can also see their families if they wanted to. Uh, and so they're not just alone up there the whole time. And I think that's been the most powerful experience for me because, uh, Ever since then, I have been following spaceflight, like, very extremely intently, at paying attention to everything that's been going on, and at some point, I want to become, uh, like, uh, some kind of engineer for, I don't know, NASA or something. That's, that's extremely unlikely to actually happen, but it is, uh, like, a, a dream thing of mine that I would just like to... How, like every time you engage in a conversation about me uh, with me about any kind of like space flight or event or something, you'll get a extremely long on and on and on just listening to me talk going on and on and on as I just talk about that. So yeah. Thanks, Gavin. So you would say then that this learning experience that you had where you went and you tried to, you solved this problem of bringing astronauts home, uh, it was very profound and you think will, will affect you or impact you for the years to come in the learning that you do. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, Gavin, how did um, this type of learning experience, how did it support this interest that you have in communications and using technology well i think the bet the most the like i think it really made me think about it instead of just well there's this thing i can do and i uh like yeah it made me actually think about what engineers have to go through it made me think about what it takes to 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 make that kind of thing and to do that kind of thing and it like makes you think a lot uh, about what people like what engineers have to go through and it was really powerful and empowering for me to to know about that and so yeah thanks Gavin. 
Gavin, how does this experience that you just described, how does it stand out from other exper learning experiences that you've had? Uh, well, I think because it's something, I'm not saying the others weren't interesting. They definitely were. But it's something that really, really, really stuck with me. And, like, I, and I, like, Oh, it even stuck with my brother too because we, uh, like I, from what I was learning and stuff, started influencing him, and now uh, we always uh, like have our reactions together, and we always uh, like we bond together over this. And I think it was uh, that that was really great. And again, I'm not saying. The others weren't good. I'm just saying that this really, really like stuck. Absolutely. I totally understand, Gavin. Um, you mentioned that. Can I Go ask ahead. a yep. quick question? Mm -hmm. So, Gavin, I'm wondering, it really, really stuck with you. What really, really stuck with you? Like, I hear you. You're telling me this learning experience stands out. But maybe, can you give me an example of like what and why? Well, I don't really know, like, I was, I didn't really pay attention, like, I was one of those, like, normal, normal people who thinks every rock is a space shuttle, and that, uh, that I didn't really know much about all of that, and that, the things that we were doing, I really realized that I really liked spaceflight when we started doing that. And so I started researching. It gave me a way bigger knowledge of physics and how the universe works. It gave me way bigger knowledge of, uh, like, flight and stuff. And um, it gave me something to actually be super interested in that, like, uh, that's not just like something absolutely random uh, that is very interesting and yet it's also very educational and it it's I think that's pretty good I think that's very good because like uh, you're learning stuff but you're not like okay here we go again Monday on school uh, you're actually interested in it and that's my kind of like some people would spend their time playing video games. Some people would spend their time playing sports. I spend my time studying like stuff that I like and spending hours on learning about it. Great. Thanks, Gavin. Uh, Gavin, you mentioned um, that you... You mentioned that you worked alongside with your classmates throughout these these learning journeys and then at the end of the day it didn't just stop there who else did you share your learning with i shared my learning with my like especially my brother but my family uh i shared it with my friends i shared it with anyone who's interested who's not just like uh, a random stranger on the street uh and like, I share it with my peers in class, obviously, but I also share it with my brother, my, I share it with my family, I share it with my friends, I share it with pretty much anyone who's interested in it, and I can go on and on and on and on about this, and I won't stop until anyone tells me to stop. 
Is there still uh, a way that you would like that you haven't done so yet that you would um, like to uh, use as an avenue to share with others? Well, one thing I've always wanted to do is have some kind of either like a website or like a YouTube channel or something where I can, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a vlog or anything where I where I like either like reveal my face and stuff. I just want to be able to spread this information to people who are interested so that like they can search it up and then they'll get these results that maybe they might not have gotten before or they but were scarce. And, uh... I was just, even if no one reads it, I don't care. I just, like, like, I just randomly make, sometimes I randomly make videos that no one except for me is going to watch because I like doing it, because I like editing it, because I like making it, because I like writing it. And, uh, I, and I think it's, it, it improves your skills without you having to go on and on and do, like, stuff that you don't want to do, like these droning courses of like, here's how you write, use, uh, and stuff like that. Like, that can be good for some people, but for me, it, my way of learning things is, like, I can learn in the traditional way, but I think my favorite way of learning things is by doing things, and, uh, and so that's, um, that's how, uh, that's that's what I would want to do. Gavin, I know that you participated in two learning journeys in science, and you mentioned the first one was uh, in space, and then you moved on to one in flight. How did how was that second journey different from the first journey for you? Uh, well, I, there's something about space flight for me that I can't quite get in aviation and like uh flight on down that's closer to earth uh but i still find it extremely interesting because uh flight and space flight are like very close they're very intertwined uh for example nasa isn't just space and stuff it also does aviation too and uh so i was still very interested in it uh like i i really enjoyed doing the learning journey with like uh like and it again taught me a lot about how physics and the universe works but uh there's just something about space flight that flight just can't do for me and uh i don't know exactly what that is but um like uh like ingenuity helicopter flying on mars was the perfect thing for me because it it does both flight and space and so i don't know exactly what it is it's just uh it's it's a little different that's what i'm that's what i'll say so gavin you learned with a bunch of different folks classmates teachers but you also learned with people who might not normally come to your classroom and i'm wondering if you can remember any highlights from all those community partners that you learned with well uh i think uh you came when we were doing the space one i remember that 
I also remember when the principal and the vice principal came when we were doing flight, and and I think I think they came. I don't know. And like we had the person from the space the, the the space and aviation museum come. We had the people from the uh the the flight the flight place, I don't know. Uh, they came when we were doing flight. We had, um, uh, we were doing a play uh, just a couple weeks ago. We had a couple other classes come to watch the play. Uh, but I think it's, uh, at first it can seem a little weird because like they don't normally come to your class and you're kind of like, oh, what do I do? I need to make a good impression. Uh, but uh, if you get used to it, then it will, you'll just be able to kind of you'll just be able to do it a bit more easily. And it's actually a pretty I think it's pretty great if you can share what you've learned and share what you know with other people. That was one of the big differences, Gavin, for sure, was that you when you were ready to present your learning, you didn't just turn around and share it with me or share it with some of your classmates who weren't privy to it during the actual uh, journey, but you presented it maybe to an individual from Canadian Aviation and Space Museum or to Ian Dudley with Mechabricks. Could you talk about that experience where you did present to um, uh, maybe Aaron from um, uh, Canadian Aviation and Space, that was for space, or Ian Dudley for flight, what it was like to share your learning? Well, at first I was, I was really like biting my fingernails, like anxiously trying to know if, like, was my project good enough? Uh, what would I, like, would I be, what, uh, like, would I be, like, a memorable project instead of just one like yeah okay uh and it actually turned out pretty good uh it's a little bit scary at first like a lot of things but if you do it more and you know that nothing that it's not going to be bad then it gets it gets more fun instead of uh like scary and I know a lot of my people uh, I know a lot of the people in my class will agree like when Ian was there for Mechabrook everyone was like can I present can I present and um and so uh it was uh it's a pretty fun experience if you uh, if if you're not like scared of it and it's pretty good why do you think everybody wanted to present to Ian well, they, I'm pretty sure that they wanted to, to show him what they made and see if he liked it because he knows a lot about planes and stuff. And I'm pretty sure, like, I know I really wanted to present my uh, boat plane tank thing. And it and I was very happy when I got to present it. And other people seemed very happy when they were presenting theirs. And I think that's because... Uh, they wanted like uh like an expert to see their thing and 
like notice it and and see what they thought of it for feedback and for like uh and, and stuff like that and that's why i think they were eager to present i agree with you gavin i think so too gavin if you could add one experience to your learning next year grade seven what would it be maybe like something about physics or something because uh, like it's I think it's an amazingly uh, interesting and uh, like you, you'll get really into it and uh, I know I did and it's just uh, something that you, you never stop learning about it even the experts like Neil deGrasse Tyson, he can still learn stuff about physics and the universe and stuff. No one can know everything. There's always something that you can learn that maybe no one ever knew before. And I think that that is a great thing that you, that, that like, maybe you'll be the person someday who discovers uh, where a fossilized flower on Mars is. And then we'll know that there was life on Mars at some point. Um, and there's all this stuff that you can do. There's like, I'd say set your, like, set your goals high. And I think physics is a great place to start with that because you can never stop learning. Uh, and it's an extremely interesting. Um, it's uh, like, it's, it, it, it takes learning, like, definitely. Like, it's a complex, it's complex. But it, and not everyone has to agree with me, but it is interesting and it is fun and it is, like, it will pay off if you know how that works. And so that's what I would add. So, Gavin, here's what my question is. You'd like to add physics to your learning next year. And I think you're going to have lots of opportunities to learn physics going forward. I guess my question is, based on this year, how would you recommend learning physics? Because you said earlier, I learn by doing. So if you got to motivate teachers on how they might teach physics... What advice would you give them? Well, I know one of the major ways I learned physics was when we were doing the paper airplane flying things. Uh, uh, in, in, our, in our class, we were doing on our unit in flight. Uh, we were flying these paper airplanes, and yeah, they're only paper airplanes, but they use the same physics as huge, the giant airliners that you see. And so my paper airplane kept going to the ground, and so I thought... If you push it, like, if the air, the air's just pushing on this flat thing, and so that's not going to cause any, like, like, diversion of the air. And so it can just glide until it runs out of momentum and drops out of the sky. But if you add these back parts uh, here, it will push on the back parts and tilt it up. And so I had these back parts on the body of the paper airplane, and it was starting to go down, but the air would push against the back part and would tilt it up. And so it could keep going as long as it could maintain its momentum. And uh, I learned a whole bunch about how physics works with that. I also recommend 
uh, like anything major going on, uh, like anything, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, but like Miss Carolyn was always really good with like, she loved showing us like every time there would be like ingenuity flight, she'd be like, Gavin, uh, you can explain. And, um, uh, then I would go on and on about that. Um, but it was a great experience for everyone in our class. And they could learn so much out of it, but also it was fun for everyone. And I think that is a great way that you can learn that kind of thing. And that it will be more motivational for people to learn if they have something that they can be excited or happy about instead of something that they just have to learn. So I have a follow-up question. You said you learned lots about physics from your paper airplane tests. Did you know you were learning physics while you were doing those tests? Or did you learn the physics after you were witnessing what you were witnessing and experiencing what you were experiencing with your paper airplanes? Well, it's always, uh, the, the way I thought about it was, okay, I'm going to, I just built this paper airplane. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to see what happens, and then I'll make changes judging on, like, I would record the test that I saw, and I would replay it back in slow-mo and see, like, uh, how the plane traveled and, like, how far it got. And then I would look at, like, is it tilting down? Is it uh, spinning? Is it, like, flipping over? And I would use that to determine how I would have to change the like the the how I would have to change the paper airplane, uh, to make it like higher in performance, and I ended up getting some pretty good performance out of it by just looking at the video and adding the tweaks that I thought uh, needed to be done. And sometimes when I did those tweaks, it would make it worse, and so I would have to revert those tweaks and uh, and try to come up with a different way, but. It's basically, uh, like, what my mindset was, was fly, see what happened, mistakes are natural, fly it again, see what happens, da 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 da, da etc. Um, and I think that's, like, if you're doing it with full-scale planes, that's not a great motto, because that's expensive, that's, like, really expensive. Uh, and don't do it with people in it. But um, uh, I, I think that's a, if it's not very expensive uh, and you're not putting anyone at risk or anything at risk, uh, then I think that's a good way to do it. Awesome. Gavin, thank you so much. I don't have any further questions. Do you have anything that you would like to say in addition, Gavin? Well, I'd just like to say, like, thank you for letting me come and be on this because uh, I like doing things like this. I enjoy talking about things that I'm interested in. And, uh, uh, yeah, and so I'd just like to, to, to thank you guys. And uh, that I don't have any further, like, questions. So, yeah. Gavin, well, you are welcome. 
But more importantly, thank you for taking this chance and sharing your learning with us. It's a bit of a risk take to come back and to see me again and to see Cam again and 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 be a part of this interview. We're happy that that we could provide you with this environment to try this out and that you were willing to accept it too. And Gavin, I'm just going to say, you know, you're right. I got to meet you during space and I got to meet you during flight and I get to meet you now. And you're such a thoughtful young man who clearly, clearly, when you get excited about something, look out. So here's the last thing I want to say to you. You said at the beginning that you didn't think it was likely that you could be an engineer at NASA. And I would say to you, you're turning 12 tomorrow. NASA, look out. NASA, look out. And you, you go into the world and you find those people who work at NASA and you let them know that Gavin Clement is coming. Right? So thank you very much for talking with us. You're welcome. And thank you. Awesome. That was fun. We worked together for about seven months this year, eight months this year. I am wondering, could you tell me what the most powerful learning experience you had so far for this school year? So the most powerful learning experience I had this year said I can learn from the past, face failures, draw some conclusions, and then use them to innovate or make things better. That allows me to get something new every time I try because I can avoid my past mistakes. For example, in my paper airplane learning journey, I create a paper airplane, do test flights, record the results, and make conclusions. That can let me see which things make the paper airplane work well and which things makes it bad. So I can create better paper airplanes with that. And also, more widely, I can learn from the past and draw conclusions to see which things I'm very good at and which things I need to improve on. So I can work on the things I need to improve more. Ralphie, that sounds very thoughtful in, in, um, in how you want to use mistakes from the past and... Um, learn from them. I'm wondering, could you tell me what what did you create? What sort of format did you have in order to document this um, learning journey that you were on? I always use Google Slides because that makes it very clear and I can record a day's experience with a slide. I see. And did you um, give a title or a name to this particular document that you created? Well, yeah, that's obvious. I named it with the thing I'm working on. 
That's right, Ralphie. What I'm what I'm what I'm trying to draw out of you is um, this change log that you created. Do you think you could tell us a bit about this change log, and maybe more specifically, um, why or what gave you the idea to create this change log? I get this idea from a video game, and there's a change log that shows everything. No, I mean every single little change that the developers made and I know what's going on in that game. So, so yeah. Ralphie, I thought that it was really creative that you applied that to this um, specific learning experience that you had. Now, Ralphie, how did this experience stand out? What was it that was different from other exper learning experiences that you've had? Well, first of all, this can help me avoid my past mistakes, which I talked about before. And I noticed that I can memorize experiences much better than the things I learn from other people. And that makes my knowledge web much stronger. And thirdly, I make conclusions, conclusions every time I try something new. So I'll soon find out many connections between those conclusions and that can help me build a very strong, large, complete and fast searching knowledge web. I like that you use the term web, Ralphie, in um, connecting, connecting all the different elements of this learning that you um, engaged in. Ralphie, who did you learn with and who did you share this learning with? I usually learn and share my learning with my teachers. They're very kind and can prove my learning a lot. I share my learning with my classmates too because they're about the same age as me and their perspective will be similar to mine, which is a kid's perspective, and therefore we can understand each other better. After a guest, like the people from the Canadian Aviation and Space Museum, or Ian for teaching us how to use Mechabricks, I'll be so happy to share my learning with them. And sometimes I share my learning with my parents, but not that much because I'm kind of afraid that they'll somehow criticize. <laughs> I just have that strange feeling. <laughs> Ralphie, when you shared your learning with some of the community partners, I guess Kim from uh, Canada Aviation and Space Museum, as well as Aaron, who works in the, um, uh, the the space gallery, and Ian. How was it different sharing your learning with them as opposed to with myself or with your classmates? So because they are new people to me, so I can share my own experiences with them and they can share their very interesting experiences with me as a return. And I can learn many things from them. Ralphie, if you could add one more experience um, to your learning next year, what would it be? 
Well, if I can add another learning experience next year, it will be the ability to, ability to brainstorm. Because brainstorming can let me get a ton of ideas relevant to the topic at once. And I can use that method before writing or creating a project. So I can get all the good stuff down. And I noticed that my strength is logical thinking, which means how deep I can think of something specific. I really want to practice spread thinking, which is brainstorming. That means how wide I can think of. If it's like digging a hole, it shouldn't be deep and thin or wide and shallow. Instead, it should be both wide and deep, and that's where I am aiming for. As a bonus, did you notice that I used to conclude the innovate method again in the fourth question? Sorry, Ralphie, could you repeat that? I missed that. As a bonus, did you notice that in the fourth question? Um, I just used my conclude and innovate method again because I learned that logical thinking is my strength and the spread thinking is the thing I need to improve on, so I want to practice spread thinking more to fill in the hole and make everything good. That's wonderful. Thank you, Ralphie, so much for sharing that. Um, Cam, is there anything that you would like to get a little bit more out of Ralphie? Hi, Ralphie. So you talked about your change log and you said it was inspired by a video game. And I'm wondering, can you just tell us what video game and what did you notice about the change log from the video game that made you think it could work for your flight test? For this question, the video game is called Boomy Arrest.io. It's really kind of unpopular because it just started recently and it's still in active development. So there will be a lot of changes, obviously. That makes me think that the change lock idea will work well for my paper airplane learning journey as well as some other learning journeys because I can see how I developed the final ideas and when and what did I start with and how did I improve. That is so cool. I love that connection. I have one more question for you. Is that okay? Sure. So you talked about being a very strong thinker when it comes to logic and you want to work on breadth. Did I understand that right? Yep, that's correct. Okay. So what I'm wondering is, how did this kind of learning, so sometimes we call this kind of learning experiential learning, and I thought it was cool that you talked about how you used experience to figure things out. So how did experiential learning let you work on your breadth skill that you were interested in working on? Does that question make sense? I don't quite understand it. Okay, let me see if I can be a better question asker. Um, you talked about how when it, you talked about how memorizing experience was easier 
and better, I think. Did I say, am I saying that right? So experience you found to be more useful in your learning. I want to know how would you use or how did you use is maybe a better question. How did you use your experience to improve your breadth of learning? So you talked about going deep and wide. So I'm assuming that experience helped that. How? Okay, so my experiences, because I can I can memorize the things from my experiences very well. So when I practice brainstorming and spread thinking, I can quickly get the things from my experiences and put them to the brainstorm. That's like adding knowledge. That's really interesting. Thank you. It's a different kind of knowledge, isn't it? Yeah, not from just simply learning from other people or the internet, but learning from myself. Oh, what a great definition. So here's a question. In your flight tests, did you apply experience to the knowledge that you were learning to improve your plane? So... From my experiences, I can learn which things makes the plane works very well and which things makes it quite worse. So when I create a new paper airplane, I can make adjustments based on my experiences and therefore I can get everything that makes it work well on it. I just kick off the things that makes it bad. I just love the things that you say, Ralphie, so I'm just trying to get you to say more things. Ralphie, thank you so much for your thoughts today. You're welcome. Thank you, Ralphie. It was just a a pleasure to listen to you, Ralphie, talk about uh, the learning journey that you went on. Jada, I am so happy that you were able to come and to share your learning with me because, Jada, this kind of learning, this style of learning, I want, along with Cam, to be able to share it with other educators and get them really excited so that they can also feel comfortable about going on this type of learning journey with their students. So Jada, my first question for you is what has been the most powerful learning experience that you've had this year um, with online learning? My biodiversity learning journey. I created a website about raising awareness, reducing carbon footprints and emissions. And Jada, what was it about that learning journey that made it uh, such a powerful experience? Well, this experience stands out from the others because it helped me understand that if we don't reduce emissions and our carbon footprint, so many negative effects that are dangerous and impacts all living things will happen. Jada, 
this experience that you had um, in biodiversity and learning about biodiversity, how, how does this learning experience, how is it different from others that you have participated in? Um, like, it helped me understand that um, if we don't reduce emissions in our carbon footprint, lots of negative side effects that are really dangerous and impacts all living things will happen. Example, global warming. It sounds like a very, um, it was a very important topic to you for sure, Jada. Jada, I know that you also participated on a few other learning journeys too this year. One was science. Uh, pardon me, one was in science and uh, and it was our unit on flight. You know, Shada, how I just asked you a few minutes ago about who you would like to share your learning with? Do you remember who you shared your learning with when it came to flight? Um, mostly like our classmates and um, Miss Carolyn and I don't remember, but maybe Mr. Jones? Yeah, Mr. Jones, for sure. We did share our learning with Mr. Jones. We also shared our learning with, um, with Kim and with Brandon at the Canadian Aviation Space Museum. And then again with Ian with Mechabricks. Sharing your learning with people outside of our classroom, did that do anything to your learning? Um, yes, it actually did. Um, it like, um, gave me like some energy to like, um, even like with Ian, it gave me some energy to do more projects on Megabricks. That's right, that's right, because you took what you learned in that science class in Mechabricks and then you applied it to um, other projects that you were working on in grade six. Is that correct? Yeah. That's right. Now, you're so passionate about what you did in um, your unit on biodiversity. Do you wish that you could have had a similar learning experience where you shared and maybe thought deeper with community partners for biodiversity? If, if I shared like my website with the whole world, it could have been like better and it could have made them understand that like they're kind of ruining the earth and it's our only home. You're right, Shada. It is important for you to have your work shared with others so that they can learn from your your research as well too. Jada, we began that um, that learning journey by looking at Christy Belcourt's art. She is um, an an art she is an artist who uses her work to um, promote awareness and as art activism as well too. Do you remember looking at some of Christy Belcourt's work? Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that maybe if you would have had a chance to speak with, with Ms. Belcourt, that that might have um, deepened your learning? Yeah, it might have uh, deepened my learning a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Is there anything else that you might want to add, Jada? Um, no. And I would also like to say, like, if we, um, like, explored the respiratory system, um, it could have been better. And in the future someday, I will design a website to show how the respiratory system works, what are common diseases of the respiratory system, and how to protect it. I think that's a great idea, Shada. Shada, I have a question. So, what do you think most adults might say how old are you um 11 11 what do you think most adults would think about an 11 year old teaching them about i don't know climate change or the respiratory system what do you think they maybe think um most of them like might think uh like um an 11 year old's going to teach us more like where are more we are older and we are more mature and some other might think it's great to learn from other people. Like it's great to learn from the future generations. And so what would you tell the people who think, well, but Shade is only 11. Can she actually teach us something? What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them, yes. Um, we like all know um, many things, and if we like combine them, um, so like the future generation knows more. Like I know, like the um, Albert Einstein and Thomas Edison, like they made lots of accomplishments, but also the future generations can. Sure. I was gonna say, like, um, example. The cereal is the uh, like um the olden days where like Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, and Mary Curry, and the cereal is the future generation. And if we like combine these two, um, we might create a better world. That is a really interesting thought. Thank you for sharing it. I have one more question for you. So. You did a bunch of learning adventures with space and flight. And I'm wondering, what was your favorite experience from space or flight? Um, I actually liked the, spa the space learning journey more because, um, like, we can use our imagination, like cooling suits that have, that are temperature, temperature changing, um, waterproof and they also have a microphone so i like that one the most because it made us use our imaginations and do you think using your imagination is that a different kind of learning than you had done before um yes how so how is it different so like most of the po projects that i did before i came here um they're like um, research projects and like um, we had to create like 3D models like um, example ancient Egypt like those were the previous projects in my old school and so it sounds to me like you really liked the opportunity to invent things yeah I really like inventing stuff 
I never invented, but I really wish I could. Let me ask you a question. Didn't you invent when you created a cooling suit? Yeah, I did. Like, actually, I would like to invent um, the ideas my group and I were discussing, like the cooling suits and water landing. That is cool. How do you think you would do that? If you had to guess, if you had to imagine how you're going to invent a cooling suit or a water landing, how, how would you go about that now? Like, example, um, I might, well, like, um, we might do, like, a little experiment to, like, test. Um, we might create a small rocket and, um, like, maybe have a bin or, yeah, or a plastic um, box. And we might put, like, water in the tiny um, ideas that we had. And we might, like, test I love it. That sounds like a great idea. Jada, I really also enjoyed learning alongside you through your imaginations and your wonderings, the observations you noted, the questions that you had that drove you forward. It was really interesting because you know what? We can all pick up a book. We can all read and learn about these things we can go to websites but when we're given that that time to create and invent and experiment and and see what our own imaginations can do um i think that our our learning just kind of genuinely moves forward and we want to continue to investigate so jada thank you so much for taking this time and and uh, sharing your your learning the the experiences that you had and what you enjoyed with um mr jones and i no problem bye bye jada lovely weekend to you both bye 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 You've been listening to the OCDSB XL podcast and my conversation with Carolyn Johnston and her students about learning adventures in space and the skies. To hear more stories of what powerful learning can look like, consider exploring our earlier episodes. Also, please share our stories as we endeavor to spotlight learning and the capacity of young people to contribute now to a world in which they seek meaning and connection.